Thank you for joining Lighthouse Christian Temple this morning. We are located at 8201 Oak Pearsall Road in San Antonio, Texas. You can find us online at lighthousechristiantemple.org. We pray that today's word is edifying and that you become encouraged to share what you have learned. God bless you and your family. Now let's get ready for the good news. I believe that we're getting familiar with the sound that God is calling his people back and this morning I want to talk to you and I'm going to close it this morning well at least I'm going to try and and I'm going to continue on the series of the great return and God gave me this word and I actually couldn't sleep all night, and I, I, I kept coming back again, and I, I just kept thinking about this, this sermon, and, and uh, my spirit was excited. You know, how many of you, when you get excited, you can't sleep? You know, I, I, I'm kind of like those little kids that, that get excited on Christmas, and they can't sleep at all, and then when they're ready to open the prison, they're falling asleep. So that's me, all right? But I want to talk to you this morning something very important that the great return. And it's, it's, it's time to come out of the cave. And the reason I'm talking this way is because everybody is coming out of the closet. You know, we see it in the news, we see it in the media, and, and everybody is coming out of the closet. And I'm not only referring to gays and lesbians. I'm talking about all kinds of sin. Can I speak this morning? I'm not just talking about that. I'm talking about a lot of things, a lot of, a lot of things that are happening and that people are, are, you know, literally doing drugs in, in the public. You know, we see it in the news how now they're coming out and they're stealing, breaking in, and New York is getting crazy and California is getting crazy and everything is, is just coming out. It's coming out. It's coming out. But... But one thing that uh, uh, I want to see is for the Christians to come out. We need Amen. to come out. In fact, I, I, I declare a revival in us. Amen. I declare yes, a revival Amen. that we need to, to speak the word of God, preach the word of God. And uh, I want to encourage you, I, I, you know, we need to go fishing more often. Amen. We get sidetracked and we need to, to be fishers of souls. We need to, to start raising up and, uh, our children in the presence of God. And we need to do that because the world is taking our children away. And I say the world. And, 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 the, and, and the Christians are asleep and they're in, in a cave and, and they're, they're not really seeing what's coming. And we're not alert. That's why in the beginning I sound the trumpet because it's time for us to hear the voice of God. It's time for us to... Sound the alarm and, and say, wake up. And I want you to touch the person on your right because I'm a little bit concerned with the person on your right. Say, wake up. It's time to wake up. Despierta. It's time. It's time. Despierta en esta mañana. Despierta. Wake up. 
Because it's, 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 it's time, the great return. And, and I'm talking about the great return because when you come to the Lord, you come back to the Lord. And that it's an awesome and great uh, uh, thing that, that Christians ought to do. We should always come back to the Lord. And, and then the, the second coming is coming, and that is the great return. When we, uh, uh, God will come, the second coming, and he's going to lift us up, and, and we're going to be in his presence in heaven, worshiping him all day and all night but the great return and I'm a little bit concerned because you know God is calling us out but when he calls you out he calls you out and gives you authority let me explain something because some of us we don't know because we we we, we don't know that we're powerful people we don't recognize that you know, and, and, and Christians are very powerful people. You know, people sometimes tell me, man, you're powerful. Well, you are too. Can I hear an amen? Yes, amen. You, you, you are too. You, you, you are powerful. You, you're a mighty warrior of God, a mighty woman of God. You, you, you got the power. 10, 9, uh, look, 1019, look at what it says. Look at what it says in 1019. I have given you authority to what? Trample, Trample. on what? Snakes. Snakes and what? Scorpions. Oh, come on. And to overcome all the power of the enemy. And nothing will harm you. In other words, no one can come against you. And when people come against us, we get all paranoid and, and terrified and petrified. We need to stand up and, and, and be joyful and understand that God has given us authority. God has given us power, you know, and I'm saying that when, when, when we, you know, when, when you start, how many of you, maybe I shouldn't say this, but, but have you ever seen parents count on their kids, sit down one, two, and then they count with you too, right? Callate, por favor, Sit down and that's it. I'm not good in math, so I don't count good. I just react. And God's saying to us this morning, I've given you authority. I've given you authority to overcome all the principalities of darkness, drugs, alcohol, all these things that are out there that we're weak. Can I speak to you this morning? The great return, the great return, and, 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 and I see it, and, and I want, uh, God is saying, I want you to come back. I want you to come back. I want you to return back to me, the great return. I want you to receive this power. I want you, to, I don't want you to be powerless, but the problem is, is that we don't trust in the Lord Almighty. Proverbs chapter 3 Verse 5, look at what it says. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, but acknowledge the Lord in all your ways and he will direct your path. He'll give you direction, but you got to trust in him. And the fact is that, that we can't trust. We don't, we don't, we, you know what? We, we have a hard time trusting people at all. We have a problem with trust. We don't, we don't trust the law anymore. 
We don't, we don't trust the government anymore. We, 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 we have a problem, but the, and, and the problem is we don't even trust God. We say, oh, Lord, oh, Dios, Dios mío, pero no confiando, no, no, no tenemos confianza en, en Jesús. We don't trust him. You got to trust him. When you, when you say, I trust God, do you really trust God? Do you only trust God when everything is going good? But do you trust God when things are not going well? And sometimes we, we, we get into this cave, this cave. And, 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 and let me tell you something. Can I just speak to you this morning? Christians get stuck in a cave. And, 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 and some Christians get comfortable in there. They get, they get so comfortable. Christians get in, in, in so comfortable in a routine of just, you know, coming to church in and, and, and a Sunday morning and, 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 and get that, that pep talk this morning. And that's it. And then we go home, we do nothing about it. We go home and we don't, we don't trust God the way we should. We go home and we go back into a little cave. And, 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 and when you're in a, in a cave, it becomes very dangerous, very risky. Yes. See, it, 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 King David was in a, in, a, in a cave, terrified and petrified of Saul. You, you look at it, you know, after uh, 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 Sansom fought the Philistines, then he ran into a cave. And caves represent death as well. Can I speak? Abraham bought a cave for him and his wife, for Sarah. When they died, boom, they will put him in a cave. And, 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 and the Christians uh, get so comfortable in there, and they run into it. And, 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 and can, I, can, I, can I speak to you this morning? I, I just don't want to see you guys go into a cave. And that's why God is saying, come out. Come back to me. Return to me. Return to me. You know, there's a purpose for your life. Turn to the person next to you and say, there's a purpose for your life. Hay propósito para tu vida. Hay un propósito para tu vida. Yes, there is a purpose for your life. First King, chapter 19, verse 9, we're going to read down to verse 18, and I'm going to start talking about this. Sister Letty. There he went into a cave and spent the night and the word of the Lord came to him. What are you doing here, Elijah? He mm. replied, I have been very zealous for the Lord God Almighty. Mm. The Israelites have rejected your covenant, torn down your altars, and put your prophets to death with a sword. I am the only one left, and now they are trying to kill me too. The Lord said, go out and stand on the mountain in the presence of the Lord, for the Lord is about to pass by. Then a great and powerful wind tore the mountains apart and shattered the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind, there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. After the earthquake came a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. 
And after the fire came a gentle whisper. When Elijah heard it, he pulled his cloak over his face and went out and stood at the mouth of the cave. Then a voice said to him, what are you doing here, Elijah? Mm. He replied, I have been very zealous for the Lord Almighty. The Israelites have rejected your covenant, torn down your altars, and put your prophets to death with the sword. I am the only one left, and now they are trying to kill me too. The Lord said to him, go back the way you came mm. and go to the desert of Damascus. When you get there, anoint Hazael, king over Aram, also Jehu, son of Nimshi, king over Israel, and anoint Elijah, son of Shaphat from mm. Abel, Meholah, to succeed you as prophet. Mm. Jehu will put to death any who escaped the sword of Hazael, and Elisha will put to death any who escaped the sword of Jehu. Yet I reserve 7,000 in Israel, all whose knees have not bowed down to Baal and whose mouths have not kissed him. Now, somebody give the Lord a good hand, praise, and say, Amen. wake up. Wake up, despierta. Elijah the prophet challenged the prophets of Balaam and, 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 and destroyed them. And he had a great victory. And, 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 and Jezebel was endorsing these, these, these prophets. Uh, they, were, they were misleading the people to worship other gods. And here we see Elijah uh, destroyed them. And he had a, a great victory. And right after the great victory, he ran and went into a cave. Now, stay with me this morning. I want you to just stay with me this morning because it's very important to understand what's happening because God is speaking to us this morning. And he's saying very loud and clear, come out of the cave. Because it's, it's important for us to understand what is happening. And the first thing, the first thing that I see in Elijah that we can lose perspective. When you go into a cave, the first thing that happens to us, we can lose perspective. Stay with me, Rob. Stay with me. You lose it. You lose it. Because from, from, from being victorious, you become the victim. Elijah was, was a victorious man of God a warrior of God, and he had the victory. He walked in victory because God gave him the victory because God was with him. And when God is with you, who can be against you? And so you have the victory, but the minute you walk into the cave, then you become the victim. And then you begin to say stuff like, poor me. I'm the only one serving God. I'm the only one being here. I'm the only one that brings the tacos. I'm the only one, the only one, the only one, the only worker, the only one, the only one, the only one that brings order. Everybody goes through trials and tribulations. But the minute we are faced with trials and tribulations, we run into the cave, and then we throw a pity party. Yeah. 
How many of you have been there? Don't raise your hand. But we do that. We do that. And God has called us for such a time as this yes, for amen. us to come out and to be ourselves. And, 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 and we need to, 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 to walk in authority and power, but we need to come out. Remember that God said, come out. Come out. But I wonder how many of you are coming out. Yeah. Or do you have a, just a religious spirit? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Because we, we, can, we can know the Bible, but are we living the Bible? You see, that, that's, that's why we, we the, the great return is that we need a great revival within us. To understand that God is with us, to understand that God has given us authority, to understand to stand for righteousness. I'm not saying we're all righteousness. I'm not saying we're all that in the peace of pie, but we go through stuff, but we need to get back in track, and we need to go back into the presence of the Lord. Can I hear an amen? amen. And it is. The cave is a place can I say it? To hide. Uh-huh. It's a hidden place. Yeah. It is. A place of retreat. A place of fear. Of shame. Mm, say it, babe. Of shame. Of shame. Because we, when we do something we... It's out of character, then shame comes in, and then the fear comes in. Can I hear an amen? amen? A place of limitation. You're limited. A place of limitation. A, 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 a place of depression. How many of you have been there? Don't Same. raise your hand. But when you isolate yourself, depression can, can come in. Depressed and oppressed. Yes, it's a place of self-pity. He was throwing a pity party. Elijah was throwing himself a good pity party. Yeah, yeah. And he was terrified and petrified of Jezebel. How many of you know that a woman can scare you? You know, you know, all the men are like, yeah, a woman can terrify and petrify you. So you better have God. A woman can scare you more than a man can. <laughs> it's a place of doubt. Yeah, man. Okay. Callate, por favor, man. That woman comes out of her, man. It'll terrify you and petrify you. And the, and the thing is that we go into that cave and we throw ourselves a pity party. We do. We don't, we, we, we don't want to do anything for the kingdom. How many of you have been there? That God has called you for such a time and, and God is calling you out, but then you're in there throwing yourself a pity party and, 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 and your emotions get the best of you. Come on. Yeah. 
And, 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 and then you, st you stop the progress. You, you stop it because of your emotions, because now you're all messed up. You're all messed up. See, it, it, and it wasn't that big of a deal. It wasn't. The prophet was a man of God. It, it, he just killed, I don't know how many uh, 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 false prophets, but he killed a lot of them. And, and then this woman, terrified and petrified, and it wasn't even a big deal. It was, I'm going to kill you. And, and it shows how afraid he was of death. And you know what? We shouldn't be afraid of it. We should embrace it. People are terrified of, and petrified of dying, and we shouldn't be afraid of it. We should embrace it because death is, is part of something new. And we're going to live eternal life with, in heaven with God. Doesn't mean that you're going to kill yourself. What it means is that you, you're not afraid because mankind can only kill the body. But God can destroy both. See, you got you to see it in a different perspective. And that's why I said Elijah lost his perspective. Yes, he did. He lost it. From being victorious, he went to being the victim. And that's what happens in our lives. We go into a cave and we lose the victory. We lose the authority that God has given us. Yes. And now the kids are running a rampage and, and doing some crazy stuff. How many of you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> and now your kids are in La La Land and getting into all kinds of stuff. Drugs, alcohol, chasing pornography and all this stuff that is going out in the world. Because you're in, in a cave and, and you're terrified yes, and petrified yes, yes. of what's happening. And you don't want to bring correction into the house because your kids are all messed up. And, and now your kids are talking back to you. And, and they confront you and put their faces in your face. And you're not. You're, come on. But you still got to stand for what is right. I got older, older kids, and I still tell them. And they're my kids. And yes, they got their lives, and yes, they got their homes, and yes, their parents, and yes, they, they know better. But at the same token, if I see something that's not right, I do let them know. So they don't lose perspective. So they won't lose perspective. Because you'll lose it. If you, don't, if you don't guide it, you'll lose it. If you don't protect it, you, you leave the doors open in your house, they'll come in. Yeah, it's an invitation. It's an invitation. When you don't lock your doors in your car, it's an invitation for them to come and search your truck and your car to take Amen. whatever's in there. That's why you got you to gotta lock, your, lock, your, you lock it up and put the walls of strength and, 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 and courage yes, and, and, amen, and, and, amen, and, amen. and teach your children to come out and to be themselves. We are Christians and to say, I live for Christ and I'll die for Christ. My, my, my. Can I share something real quick? Share me. I just want to say one of the things he didn't say in the caves one of the caves or closets that many Christians are in is a cave of complacency. That's a big cave. So people run into a cave because they don't want accountability for anything. Mm -mm. So they don't want to come out. 
They don't want to participate. They don't want to be part of serving God. They don't want to be part of being a father, a mother, and they run to a cave of complacency. And there's a lot of Christians there. They don't want to come out. They're comfortable in the cave or closet of complacency. Mm. They don't want to move. And God is calling you out because there's a lot of Christians that are in their closet. Nobody knows you're a Christian. Nobody knows that you're serving God. Nobody knows what you're doing because you are joining the secret society of the saints. And you don't want to come out. But that is something that in my heart is a burden. And we need to come out of that place and expose ourselves for who we are and let the world know we are born again children of Christ and do his kingdom work. Amen. <sighs> Thank you, babe. You know, when, when you lose your perspective, you lose um, the way you stop seeing the way God wants you to see. And you begin to see as the world sees it. Yep, that's right. Can I hear an amen? Then you believe everything that's in the media. And all the gossip. Mm -hmm. Lies. All the lies. All the mentiras del diablo. Yep. And, and, and you go along with, with the things that are happening in TikTok and, and all right. the Facebooks and all the fake, Social all media. the fake pictures that you see. Yep, we buy into it. Many of you know that all you see in, in Facebook is a bunch of fake pictures. You see them in live. Oh God. <laughs> You're not the one that I saw. Bunch of fake. And so you lose the perspective of, of the true meaning in serving the Lord. You lose it. You lose your power. Yes, you lose it because yes. your focus is no longer in God. Your focus are in the things of the world. Can I preach this morning? Say it. Can, can I just speak into your life this morning? Tell it. The second point, the second point, let's read it. You can lose your perspective in the second one. Caves or the next point. easily become prisons. Caves easily become prison. You know, one thing I know about prisoners that, 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 that they can get used to it. Oh, yeah. They can get used to it. Yep. And, and, and after, after years of being in prison, some people don't even want to come out anymore. Yep, that's true. They're afraid of the outsiders. They feel more comfortable in, in the prison than coming out to the world. Yep, they're scared to come out. They're scared to come out. And, and they get comfortable. And you become a prisoner in the cave. You see, and, and, and you, you have to be real careful because you can become a prisoner, a prisoner, a spiritual prisoner. Yep. You can become a prisoner with your emotions. Of your problems. Your problems. Mm -hmm. And, and, and you, you, you become a prisoner because you feel isolated. And then and, 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 and you become a prisoner because you're doing what people tell you to, what to do. A fear, hate. Stop talking to that person. Stop doing this. Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. 
I'm called to talk to people. That's my job, is to socialize, to, to be myself. I, 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 came out of, I came out of my cave, and God has called me to spread the gospel, not to isolate myself, not just to be with one person. How many of you know what I'm talking about? Because I talk to all of you. And I go eat with all of you. And sometimes I work out with some of you. Hallelujah. Praise God. <laughs> sometimes we have fun together, you know. And, and nobody's going to isolate me because I'm called to go and make disciples. I'm called to fellowship. I'm called to do God's will. Can I hear an amen? And it can become a prison, and you become a prisoner of, of a cave, and you in there, and you isolate yourself, and you miss out in a lot of things because you isolate yourself because of other people, just like Elijah. See, Jezebel said, I'm going to kill you. Lo asusto. Se espantó el pobre profeta. ¿Qué clase de profeta? And, and somebody with that, oh, and they say boo, boo, and you go back. Yeah, and we're so easily intimidated by the world. And, 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 and then the, the, the church becomes the lukewarm church. Uh -oh. We begin to compromise with the world. And I say it over and over again. I will not compromise the word of God. I will not compromise the word of God. And yes, I do love everyone and everybody, but I will speak the truth because the truth will set you free. And I do love everybody. I do have love for all kinds of people. I do have love for the drug addicts and all the crazy people that we have in this world. But I will not compromise the word because the word will set you free. My job is to get the people out of the caves and bring them out. Let them come out. Yes. Let them come out. Turn to the person next to you and say, it's time for you to come out. Yeah. Look at what James said. James chapter 4 verse 17. Look at what he says. If anyone then knows the good they ought to do and doesn't do it, it is a sin for them. It is a sin. It is a sin. When you know what's good and you don't do it, it's a sin, pecado. You become a sinner. That, you know, it's funny because sometimes when I, I'm at prayers, in my prayers, and I ask God for forgiveness, and I, I know you guys are looking at me. You are the pastor? Yes, I do. I said, Lord, forgive me for all my sins, including the sins that I committed by ignorance. How many of you know, say, you say stupid things sometimes? You don't mean to say it, right? <laughs> and you say it. You see a brother you haven't seen him in a long time. Brother, what happened to you? You got bitten by bees or what? 
And you say something dumb and you, you can offend people. And Lord, forgive me. That's not what I meant. I, I want to encourage, you know, and, and you say things that are out of character, but you don't, you don't mean it. So you still got to be saved and say, Lord, forgive me for the things that I committed or the sins that I committed by ignorance. Now, it's easy when you know. You know, how many of you know that when you sin, the secret is that you're the first one to know? When you sin, you're the first one to know. Cuando tú andas en pecado, tú eres el primero que sabes que estás en pecado. Yeah, it's true. And that's, that's why we need to confess and ask God to forgive us and ask God to give us the power and the authority. Luke, Luke 10, 19 again, so that we can rise up and finish what we started. I wonder how many of you are eager to finish what God has started in you. Amen. Can I hear an amen? Yes, amen. I said, can I hear an amen? Amen. <laughs> Are we having church this morning? Yes, amen. Which brings me to my third point. Put it up there, please. We separate from what? Strengthening relationships. You know, you know, you know when you go into a cave, you know what you're doing? You, you isolate yourself and you separate from those that are with you. Right. You know, the Elijah, when he went into the cave, he, he, he separated himself from his servant, and his servant was faithful to him. He was. He was, he, he, he was kind of like, hey, Elijah, where are we going? Stay here. And, and, and he was faithful to Elijah because he was a man, a prophet, a man of God, and, and he, he was looking up to him, to Elijah. He was, he was probably afraid too. Where are you going? You're the, you're the man of God. You're the prophet. You should face this demon that, that's coming after us. You should fight for, the, for uh, this, this demon that's trying to kill us. We should be warriors, not, not be terrified and petrified, but we should learn how to, to fight against the principalities of darkness. We don't fight against against flesh and blood? And we separate from our husbands and our wives, and we separate ourselves from our families, our brothers and sisters, and we separate from our church, the fellowship of the church, because we don't want to be in it because we are in the cave. Mm -hmm. Comfortable. And we blame those that are out there. We start blaming and throwing a pity party for ourselves because we're doing something that we shouldn't. We're the ones that are isolating ourselves. We're the ones that are going into the cave. And that's exactly what Elijah did. And it's time to come out. It's time. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, it's time to come out. It's time to come out. It's time to come out. Remember, somebody say remember. 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 Remember that God will call you out. He will. He will. Say something in Spanish. Hola. Es importante acordarse que cuando uno está en pecado, se separa 
de la gente que Dios pone en nuestras vidas, las relaciones que son importantes. Y en pecado nos vamos a la oscuridad y nos separamos de la iglesia, de la familia, de las cosas buenas, porque estamos allí y estamos enojados y cansados y frustrados. Y eso es lo que quiere el enemigo. No quiere que te acerques a Dios, sino te quiere en la oscuridad solo, sola. Y eso te va a destruir. Tenemos que acercarnos y quedarnos en, entre medio de las cosas de Dios. Porque solo, sola vas a morir. Y eso es lo que Dios no quiere. Él trata de sal, salvar a la gente, pero la gente en su pecado se va a la cueva. Se mete a la cueva y ahí se queda. Y está confortable en ese ambiente. Mm. Entonces Dios nos dice hoy, tienes que salir de allí, porque allí vas a morir. John, John Wesley, he, he, he quoted this. Can we read it together? This is what he quoted. I want, want the whole Christ for my Savior, the whole Bible for my book, the whole church for my fellowship, and the whole world for my mission field. I love it when he said the whole world for my mission field. He quenched too, man. And some of you, they, oh, man, I want to go and testify. And some of you come to me and say, Pastor, I want to testify. Well, go testify. What are you waiting for? Run. You, we don't need a mic to testify. Can I have a witness? Yes, amen, amen, amen. You, you, you guys have seen me out there. I'm testifying every day. I mean, I like crackers. Yeah, I'm going to share the word of God. Hey, 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 hey. ¿Qué es tu nombre? Pues Jesús. Órale, Jesús. A ver, vamos a trabajar aquí y hacer ejercicios juntos, pero Cristo te ama. Y te invito a mi iglesia. Y ahí comenzó a predicar el evangelio. I start preaching, and even when I'm working out. You, know, you can work out and preach at the same time. You can run and talk at the same time. Yeah, you can do a lot of things. Because some of you drink and talk. Uh-oh. Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Talking about the cave. Come into my cave. Come into my cave. Let, let's, get into, let's get into this drinking buddy here, over here. Because we're going to f- throw a pity party for each other. And we're going to smoke some joints. And we're going we're gonna, to... Uh-oh. It's true. Let's go chase some guys, single girls. Let's go chase all the guys that are out there. Uh-oh. Single man, let's go chase after the girls. And we, we, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, we're telling you. Uh, we all have a story and we all want to talk, but we don't say what we should say. And that's why I'm telling you, Today, we need a revival in you. We need to come out and we need to start exposing ourselves as Christians and proclaiming the word of God. Yes, we do. This man said, I want Christ for myself, man. I want it all. I want want Jesus. My Savior. My Savior. I want him. The the, the whole Bible. I want the whole Bible to myself. Ooh, not some, but he wanted the whole word of God. He wanted, he wanted the word of God. Yo quiero el evangelio. Yo quiero la Biblia. Quiero leer todo este libro. I wonder how many of you are excited to read the Bible. Come on. Or you're reading other stuff and seeing other stuff in the computers. 
that you shouldn't be seen instead of seeing the word of God. My, 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 my. We fellowship with all the wrong people. But we don't fellowship with the people of God. See, I, I, I want the whole church. He said, I want the whole church. I wonder how many of you want a brother or sister in the Lord next to you when you're drinking. When you're partying. Calm down, pastor, calm down. But it's true. It's true. You know, we only read the Bible, and, 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 and some of us don't even have a Bible. That's why we put it in the scriptures up there, so you can see that the word is coming forward, and it's not coming from me. Can I hear an amen? Are, are, are we doing good this morning? Amen, amen, amen. Of course, <laughs> You guys are being real quiet, man. Which brings me to my fourth point. Am I doing good? I'm doing good in timing, babe. Wow, man. Where's the fourth? Go ahead. Let's read the the fourth. We lose sight of God's purpose for our lives. We lose sight. Of God's purpose. The purpose that God has for us. How many of you know that God has a purpose for your life? Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Amen. Plans Amen. to give you hope and a future. Cállate, por favor. You, 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 God has plans for you. But do you, do, do, do you discover the plans that God has for you? Do you desire them? Do you even desire the plans that God has for you? We should. We should. You know, that's why the church doesn't blossom the way it should. Because the, the, the people of Christ are stuck in a cave. Yep. With their own desires. And, and, and with their own desires. The desires of the world. And then we, we know what we need to do. We know that God is calling us. We know we need to be in church. We know, that we know what we need to do. But the question is, are you doing it? To be honest with you, none of you need a phone call from me. None of you need a text from me. That's right. Because you know what you should be doing. Yes, amen, amen, amen. And some of you won't even answer my text because you already know what you should be doing. And I'm just a reminder of what you shouldn't be doing. Amen. That's why you won't answer me. And I'm like, hello. I'll send you a little face shouting, hello. Where are you? Where are you? You know, because, because God is saying, you know, you need to come back. You know yes. that Moses was, was in the wilderness for 40 years? 40 years. And God called him in a burning bush. Come back to me. Now, I, I want you to go back to Egypt where you came from. Yep. I, I, want you, I want you to go back to the west side and preach in the west side. Uh-huh. Yeah, salí del west side. 
hospital. But now we're terrified and petrified of going back to the West Side. We, we, God calls us. God calls us because some of you been there. You've been there in places that are hardcore. And can I tell you something? Can I share something? That, that there's no such thing as bad people. Because every person needs God. And every person makes mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. And everyone needs a second chance. See, because people don't know what they do. I met a guy, a short story. I'm going to tell you something short. I'm going to make it short. But when I was locked up, I met a guy that choked his grandma. He didn't even know it. Days later, they came and told him what he did. And the guy, I felt so sorry for him. He was weeping and weeping and weeping like a little boy. He couldn't believe what he did. You know why? Because he was under, under the influence of drugs. And he did something he shouldn't be doing. And the guy really wasn't a bad person. He wasn't a bad person. He just took something. You know what? Because the demon-possessed man was in a cave. When you read the Bible, a demon-possessed man was in the cave. And he needed Jesus. He needed to be delivered. And sometimes we look at people and we say, Man, I can't believe you did this. Oh, you're nothing. No, you're no good. You're, you're this. You're that. And you did. You committed this crime. You did. But instead of seeing it with the eyes of Christ and having compassion for the people. See, I, I see it in a different perspective. Because God gave me that perspective of seeing right through the people, seeing right through because they, 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 they need hope. They need hope. We do things, we get out of character because we're not in the presence of God. We get into this cave and we start going crazy and we start doing things that are out of control. This man testified with me. We went out for breakfast and he shared with the things that he did and he was ashamed of it, but God delivered him. God deliver him. And now he's out there winning some souls. No one, nobody is perfect. But when you come to Christ, God will give you the authority and the power to overcome the principalities of darkness. And you can do all things in Christ. Woo! Don't make me run Again, thank you church. for joining us. Our hope is that the word the Lord has given us to share with you truly creates change, not only in your heart, but to anyone you share this with. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. How beautiful are the feet of those that bring the good news. Have a blessed day.